Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, y'all. Take off your shirts. Get your nipple clips. Pull down your pants because you're about to get an edging. Turn on some Law & Order SVU a la Captain Sandy. Staring at Mariska. Cheeto fingers. Cheeto. <laughs> now you say, because of Kalani, when we say Cheeto fingers, now it's a whole different it's a um, thing. This is Love is Blind Season 2. 2. Otherwise known as the influencer season. Um, but it was messy as fuck. <laughs> Ironically, we y'all, we're edging you because we're preparing you for season four of Love is Blind that's dropping on Netflix on what day? March March 24th. March 24th. Our like, episodes will drop the day after. It's your own personal trash advent calendar. Yes. Yes. It, so, <laughs> and this, you know, we didn't like this season of Love is Blind of season two. However, we had fun we talking about we it. We talk about it probably more than any other season now. I, I agree with you. I A lot of that. them winded up on that show, Perfect Match. But don't spoil <laughs> it for people because they want to know what they, what if they haven't watched Love is Blind and they don't know. Okay, look, Perfect Match is everywhere. Well, you, I'm just you, saying. You, they, need to, they, need, they need to fucking come out of their caves. Maybe they don't if, know about Shane and Natalie and they don't know and they're wanting to. Oh, and you may not, you know. About young Gary Busey, <laughs> who's looking for werewolves. <laughs> Y'all, it's a weird season. We go rogue, but we hope that you enjoy Very it. rogue. Very, Very rogue. rogue. We will tell you this. Season four of Love is Blind is, I think, we've wow. had four episodes. It's the best season of Love is Blind we've had so far. I kind of agree with you. It's really good. So, and... and, and and especially, who thought that Cocaine Bear was going to join the cast? Sorry, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, Netflix won't get us for that. I will say no. this, the After the Altar, which we cover that too, but the After the Altar of season two was the best After the Altar. Because it was super, super messy. <laughs> super messy. So, y'all, enjoy the ride. We had a ball covering it. This was... Previously just on a Reality Gates Plus, but now it's for all of you on this free feed. Enjoy our season two of Love Is What, Poodle? Blind. All right, 90 Day okay, Love Is Blind, take one. Love is blind. Love is blind. Love is blind.
together again. Aren't you glad, Poodle? We're just having this whole weekend together, just talking about Love is Blind over and over and over. Aren't you happy? (laughs) Admit it. You don't love me, but you love this show. I could be doing this with John Krasinski. With his big dick face. Because y'all know he got one. Y'all, he got a big dick. That's a big dick face. Emily Blunt is lucky. Emily Emily Blunt needs some Mary Poppers for that one. Sausage. Yes, exactly. Boy, didn't think you were going to take it there. Y'all, this is Love is Blind episode four called Meet the Other Couples. Terrible title. Meet the Other Couples. Meet the Other Couples. Um, Even, even, even like... Even like meet every or even like I don't know. Meet even if the they other call it couples. If even if they call it meet and greet, like that's even yeah. dumb. But it's better than meet the other couples. I don't think they spend a lot of time on naming their. What episode? Because we're gonna do episode five. What that one's called? Leaving Paradise. That's a little better. Um, um, no panache. No panache in this. Just bleh. no glamour. No glamour. No mystique. If you know, y'all, I've said it before, but if you haven't checked out Punchy Players, Judy Garland and Ann Miller at the grocery store, uh, it's such a a great video. Such a niche reference. It's so good, though. But it is so good. Um, Hey, y'all. We're in a hurry. (laughs) We're in a hurry. If you're listening, that means that you're either been a member or or you jumped up to our Patreon and Supercast to a reality game. Thank you, new people. And we love you old people. Yes. Thank you so much. We, um, this show, I feel like there's the just, I hate that it was two years before we got Love is Blind, but at the same time, there's a just a wonderful nostalgia watching it again. It's like, a part of it never left, I, but did, I, it's just so familiar. It kind of, y'all forget, Love is Blind. Didn't Love is Blind, did it happen before the pandemic? No. Happened Are during, you sure? Right, Cause, yes. Because it was February 14th, but then the pandemic happened in March is when everything shut down. No, you but- came the, back, You came back from China and we did Love is Blind, right? It was, no, it became a pandemic show though. That's I what I'm it saying. Did. It just, I don't, it, we watched it, but I don't, it's not associated with any of that for me. So anyway, I'm just having a great time watching it. It's a good show. It's, it's good. I think this season is a lot juicier. Yes. I, I can honestly say this. There's no Lauren and Cameron for me. No, this season. there's not. There's um, not. Like, what, what, for people that didn't watch second season, uh, what do you, I think I, I know, but what do you mean by Lauren and Cameron? There's not a, that, what do you mean? There's not a couple that you need to protect at all costs that, that kind of fit one another. And yeah. they, they kind of, they're perfect for one another. Yeah, and, that, and that are just so wonderful together and you love them together so much. Right. You want to yes. watch them together. There's not one of those this season. There, there is not one of those this season. Um, you thought it might be Nick and Danielle for a little bit. I Danielle showed me way too red, and many red Danielle flags. Danielle showed her cards, y'all. Yeah. Yikes! There's, now, I still abort, think, abort, I, abort. I still think there's a lot of good about their relationship, but holy fuck, um, she's got some trauma. She has a lot um, of trauma. A lot of trauma. 
And so uh, it's going to be interesting to watch uh, that. Um, can, so can we just, uh, who do you want? We're going to do the same thing we've done before on these. We're going to, instead of talking about how it was in order, we're going to talk about kind of the grouping and pairings. I, we feel like that's easier. Before we do, um, I don't know. Maybe, well, maybe we can do this every episode. Uh, well, we can, we can do it as the couples go. Let's, let's, let's just talk about it as, as the couples go. Mm-hmm. Do you? Do you see is anybody right now is getting there to the altar, or who who's your who's I, your safe bet? Who's your safe I do, bet? I do think the safe bet is still Danielle and Nick. I think. Me too. I agree. That's my safe bet. Yeah, that that's my anybody safe bet. else. Um, maybe Kyle and Shane. Oh wait, she left. <laughs> I was unclear about what happened there. She literally walked. I didn't know from the last episode. She, she walked her fucking suitcases and she left the resort. I only knew only because I watched the three episodes and I had to watch episode four and find out. So, boy, you yelled at me about that. <laughs> well, because How I don't dare you. <laughs> Boy, I'm glad. I'm. Yeah, but I don't say anything on the show. I don't say. I know what happened. I watched it. I didn't say that. Well, anyway, you can't. You can't help it. It was unclear that episode. But y'all, if you didn't watch it, and if you're not watching the shows, we were kind of like we said. She walks down the hallway, but she's wearing her bathrobe in episode. Yeah, that was what was unclear. Y'all, she left, and let's just talk about Kyle right now because. She leaves, and then they don't even start the episode with Kyle's reaction. They kind of have some other, like, introductory stuff. And then Kyle just says, yeah. She wasn't really about me after the proposal. He said, I'm here in paradise, and I wish I wasn't. I wish she was here for me to change her mind. But I thought, this is actually my first time I went, okay, show. This was a miss. This was a miss that we didn't see his reaction to you telling him. This is a miss. Something happened because we should see that he left because to me, Kyle said, I guess I need better communication from her because she's a horrible communicator. I don't think think he got it. I think she just left. He says, but I'll grow on her. And I wrote, um... What Boy. the fuck is left? So, th- and that's my question to you, Jake. Would I, if someone left in the middle of the honey, they left, fucking left, y'all. She fucking ghosted him in Mexico and didn't even tell him. She left. Would you go out with that person again or see them ever again? Absolutely not. But, but I, would I, he's a puppy dog. He, he really is a lovesick puppy dog, y'all. As we said before, she's gonna destroy she's, him. She's awful, y'all. Some someone online said, "I think Shayna alone is Jessica's redemption because yes, now we yes. actually see now we actually see what a villain is like." Yes, I agree. I agree. She's yeah. horrible. Horrible. Ugh. Ugh. Y'all, and just because we're doing two episodes tonight, and just wait till you see how she behaves in episode five. Whoa. Ugh. Um, and I think is that it for Kyle? He doesn't really have much going on until he he says he says Shayna will be madly in love with me by the end and be ready to get married. Poor dumb Kyle. Poor dumb Kyle. I just want to slap you around or maybe slap your dick around a little. I I want to do all of that. I want to do all of that. I want to see him shirtless. 
I did too. I'm sure he's it's shirtless on his Instagram. Um, I'm sure. Let's start. Um, do you do you have any that that just I want I want to kind of be on the record. Do you have any that you're like this is DOEA even though they're thinking it's going to work? Do you have uh, any that you're thinking there's no way these two people will get married? Yeah, Mallory and Sal. No way. I think that my biggest DOA is Jared and Ayana. Um, I don't know. I think she's, I, the jury's still out on that one. Um, we'll talk about it when we talk about them, but the jury's still out. I actually think in a weird way, I could see her backing out more than him. Me too. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. don't, I don't think she'll handle the, the honeymoon's over phase of this well. I don't because she'll so start to think about things like she was the second one proposed to. But the thing is why I put Mallory and Sal before is y'all out of everybody, even more than Shane. No, I, and I Kyle, totally agree with Kyle, you. I think, I think they're Mallory and Sal, they have no chemistry together. I, or I, she has no chemistry for him. I think, hmm. I think she's finding a little bit but it's not a lot but i think they have more than deep tea and uh shake well and boy talk about that was a turn too i you could boy. see it happening though with him uh you could but you you said last episode and it's true you were like when he saw her when he saw I her loved when they, it. Oh, you, were, you said, he loves her so much. And I wrote the same thing, and I thought so too. And then but this episode, I was like, You saw Whoa. it because him him coming back to reality. You could, And I hadn't seen that part yet when we talked about that. So I just watched the Kyle part because I wanted to know what happened. But I said, you know, like I worried about when he got back into the world, how he would be. And y'all, we don't want to be right. Yeah. Um, oh. but- and I love DP. <laughs> But anyway, it's interesting who do you about want, yeah. Mallory and Sal because I think Sal's the best guy on the show. Yes, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. I think he would be the one she would have a chance making it with. I don't think anybody else would. I think Jarrett would have been like a boy she had dated before. Um. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he would. He would really, because she's looking for something else, you guys. That's, I still say she's the most interesting person on the show for me um, because she holds a lot in. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to talk a lot about the, ca- the, ca- the conversation that Jared and Mallory have at the, at the conference yes. meeting. Everyone, let's, I will say what I do like about the casting this season. It's really hard for me to pick a most interesting person because I think a lot of them are very – complex and even even the quote-unquote dumb ones like stupid shane the way he and natalie are in it oh i find them very interesting and the way natalie has completely shifted it's so fascinating um, to see that anyway i want so much for much more for iana i think oh, she's yeah. so interesting and i think she has so much to give and I don't think Jarrett's ever going to be able to give her that. What yeah, I she don't wants. think so. I don't think so either. And oddly Ugh. enough, is it weird that I kind of 
Well, we'll talk about it, but I don't know. I'm kind of getting sympathy for Shane. Me too. I have it, and I hated I him. Of, I kind of want more for Shane. I hated Natalie him. Natalie treats him horribly. It's not me, – let me clarify. It's not that. They're just shitty at their own communication. He's not good at asking what he needs. He's she's not. She's trying to give him – how she's treated other boyfriends, which she's trying to avoid vulnerability for herself by playing, by joking about it and being kind of mean. And that's the, what the, what the guys she's dated before have been closed off and withholding. So it's okay to do that. And now that she's dating someone who's not that at all, she doesn't know how to yeah. deal with it. Like it's so, weird. It's weird. Shane was such a kind of douche, but now that they're out in the world, Shane's kind of like, I'm trying to be all into this, all in yeah. for this. It's really weird. Anyway, I don't know how often. Natalie, Natalie doesn't know how to be in a relationship with someone like no, that. No, no. Yeah. And so let's talk about Sal and Mallory or Salary or Malvador. Malvador. <laughs> uh, which I think is weird. Um, so she's, you can tell y'all, she is so uncomfortable with him. Yes. And she says, I'm in my head, blah, blah, blah. I'm extremely attracted to him. But she she pushes off by being she's like, I'm just really awkward in person, blah, blah, blah. And he said she keeps saying it has nothing to do with you because like the worst thing, you guys, Mallory is so interested in making everyone else comfortable mm-hmm. um, and making sure she's not trying to skeeze anyone out. And and Salvador says, you know, I didn't take it in perspective what you'd be thinking. And I just want you to know this is a very safe space. You can tell me anything. And I think this is freaking Mallory out because she's never been with a man who's this understanding before. No. And y'all, and no, not at all. And I she's wrote. She's been with sports douchebags. And I wrote, I'm like, she's trying to keep it calm. But I wrote, when she sees Jarrett, she's just going to be pissed off again. Like at her whole situation. I think it's going to really trigger her. Right. Um, and we'll talk about that. But she also too, it's, Again, y'all, it's just she kind of looks at Mallory looks at Sal to me as like the way you look at a sad puppy who's not a who's like an ugly dog. Yeah. Like I, which is so weird cuz Sal is gorgeous. But she just looks at him kind of with this mm, You know, you know what you know what it is? She's looking at him. It's it's weird cuz she does not want this, but Part of her thinks she does. She wants the machismo kind of strong, quote unquote, yeah. not weak guy. Yeah. She, that's what she's always chased. That's what she's always been in relationships with. She wants an extreme alpha guy. Mm-hmm. Sal is not that. He's very soft-spoken. And he's yep. hitting all of these sweet moments for her. But everything that she needs to kind of have her senses be flooded, he's just not giving her. And... And it's like almost like deep tea and shake. Can can you find a way that's not your normal attractiveness? Can you find a way to have a relationship? I'm sorry, I wasn't listening because you said flooded, and then that took me someplace. Oh, okay, gotcha. But I think you were talking. But yes, but um, yes. last they basically they say this is the the next day. So everyone's had like their night, their first night together, you guys. Yeah. And Mallory and Sal, she's like, last night was a lot of fun. And he said, he's, yeah, he's showed me some things. And she's like, I might want to stop at the pharmacy later. So y'all, I think they fucked. 
Um, I think they fuck. I think fucking is easier for her. It is. Yeah, it's way easier for her to fucking I, as it is for fuck Natalie. It's easier for me. I gotta tell it's you easy. that. But you notice, y'all, Natalie and Shane have a good sex life, like yeah. are being able. It's easier. It's these intimate, really authentic moments that Sal brings that freak her the fuck out. And I think that's. I think he really scares her. And what's interesting is the next morning, she seems to be, after they've had physical intimacy, after they've had sex, she seems, okay, this is familiar. This I understand. This This puts me out of my head. And and you see her almost in a better place. And uh, that's that's basically everything. Then we're going to talk about the couples meeting, the big luau or the big thing. But let's go back and talk about... Nick and Danielle. Danielle. I can't help but do that. Um, um, yes. What do you... Okay. There's something about him, and I don't know what it is, but... I'm the luckiest guy in the world, and it's a big world, but I'm the luckiest. It's... The thing is, usually with guys like this, I'm like, you're a fucking tool. You're a fucking golden retriever. I think this is him. Yeah, I, I do. I think I think he honestly is this kind of guy. Um, yes. To me, y'all, this is my nightmare to have a, a nice guy like this who is just like I, I don't know. I, I I would I would have left I would have left the middle of the night if I was Danielle. But but that's me. No, that's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that I, and I I don't know for Danielle. I I think probably if you talk to Daniel about her history, she's dated a lot of guys who treat her like crap because that's what she tells herself how she needs to be treated. Yeah. Because bad guys. Remember, she says stuff, I don't deserve this, and we'll see. Y'all, she she's gonna sabotage things in this relationship. Oh, yeah. She's just she's just counting the minutes where she can sabotage yeah. it. Yeah. Yes, she is so, very much so. Uh Danielle says she does say it normally took me, takes me months to have physical connection, but not with Nick. This felt really good. And he, I must say it was hot when he picked her up and threw her on the bed. It was, it was, it was, um, it was hot. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No, the doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See... Now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. 
No, Poodle, I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies, great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com 
slash reality gaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Don't forget to share your song with us too. Songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. So the next time we see them, you guys. The next morning, y'all, she's sick. She got sick sick in Mexico. So someone drank the water. Um, so she's basic. But she said Nick was so awesome last night. And he did the physical work and like of taking care of me. Nick said, I didn't mind. I yeah. love her. And Danielle says, the fact that he's patient and not upset that I'm ruining a day on our vacation means the world to me. And they did have sex, as he says, twice. So they have they have a physical thing. I, I really think I may regret this. I think they're going to make it. I do not know how long lasting it will be, but um, I think Danielle realizes. I think it's, it's going to come in the strength of Danielle wanting to do well for herself, and Nick's absolute Nick is absolutely gaga for her. I think yeah. Danielle could possibly <clears throat> settle once she decides to get married. I think she could possibly settle in and then they have kids. Then I think she'll feel like, okay, more okay. secure. Like he's not going to leave me. He's not going to. But yeah, possibly. Danielle is a walking abandonment issue. Not that those things make it easier, but sometimes people feel like when they hit those benchmarks that they, yeah. that they can trust a little bit more. But Jesus, I, I cringe every time. He says something to her and she goes, well, where were you? Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's every, and all of us it's have gonna, had these think, moments with relationships, but it's, it's going to be really hard in the real world because he's going to go to work. He's going to have work appointments. He's going to have things in life that are happening Ooh. and she's not going to be able to monitor where he is. Cause already y'all, this is kind of a little bit of what happens in episode five, but she gets upset when he goes somewhere else on the fucking Island and she literally can see where he is. Yeah. Like yeah. I think that's I think that's the end of this episode, isn't it? For them. Uh or is it at the end? No, maybe it's not. I think it's at five. So yeah. Um Yes, it is. It's uh the beginning of uh, maybe. You're but, right, uh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, it's episode five. <clears throat> I think because I think that's it for them, right? For this yeah. before the yeah. meet and greet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about Jarrett and Jarrett Iana. And Iana. Yeah. Let's so talk about them. She's like, oh, this hot, this height difference. You guys. It's so tall. She's. It's interesting. You can just see the red alert in her eyes. She is so afraid she's going to fuck this up. It's inter- They've cast these people in like to all the archetypes. Yeah. Of. 
and uh, and Iana's afraid that she's not going to be able to trust someone. So, but she's she's mostly living in fear, and in, in but it's a very different kind of fear than Danielle. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's talking about he got her a Polaroid, but and also what what Ayana is worried about that she's not going to measure up and she's not going to make him happy. So she has to be effusive with everything. And you're almost like, quit working so hard, honey. He's into you. I, I think um, she's still working on. Yeah, I think there, there's that because she's really more of an introvert. She says, "Oh yeah, you can but tell." With him, she's very like she freaks out over this camera. She um she <clears> also <throat> mentions that she's fine with like cousin cuddling and being physical, but she wants to wait until they're married before they actually have sex if she can make it. She yeah. said, "But I feel very comfortable with him." And and Jarrett is fine with that. Like he they, he right. gives her a massage later. He's rubbing her, and he he said there's a lot of ways you can be intimate without having sex. Um, and, not familiar. Not not familiar. Yeah, not familiar. Um, um and yeah, they, he got naked. Like he he got he took his clothes off and gave her a massage. Or she, she gave said, him a massage. I saw it all, and it looks good. <laughs> oh, it's big. You can tell. Oh, it's a big dick. It's a big dick. And is that he's got a scar? But those are keloids. Those are I think right. You have ever seen yeah. keloids? Yes, a lot. It's very common in the black community. It's just with the black melanated skin. So, like, uh, my partner has some of it. But sometimes if it can come from a little scar or, like, women will have their ears pierced, basically, or uh, sometimes people get tattoos. Basically, anytime – it can be really painful because you can have internal keloids and it can right. cause – it's basically your skin's just repairing and repairing and repairing. No, I dated someone heart. who had them. So, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm familiar. Yeah. I just didn't know – they went on a scar that much. They could, yeah. They could like really yeah. develop. Yeah, that can be hard to get rid of. Um, but they uh, and his and his. You saw his butt, and and they they he was he was naked in the shower, y'all. So she's seen his penis. She's seen his pain, y'all. She's seen his pain. But again, I know I'm not. I think it's actually fine that they're waiting until they have sex but i is she waiting because she wants it to be special or because she's scared to do it yeah i think if she has sex i i think her intuition if i if it was me if i was her number number one it's this is the honeymoon time she is shoving that thought of being second to be asked every time he leaves the room also you would have fucked him in the pod yeah, found a way. You would you would have found a way to open that door. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but wow, I I I just don't I I someone who is like Iana's really gonna have to do a magic trick on her brain to marry him. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think this one's DOA. Um, it's going to be a lot. It's fast. I, again, I wouldn't have said yes, but, um, she did. Oh, she, you remember y'all because I don't think we can feel sorry for Iana because she, she agreed to this. She said, I, yes, I know this. I, I do because I think she was already into him and the problem was it wasn't her inaction it was completely his feelings towards someone else. Mm-hmm. And you're right that she chose it, but fuck. I just, it's not a situation anyone wants to be in. 
Now, if I was Iana, I'm sure she is trying to be the cool girl. I would say, you're not talking to Mallory. That's what I would say. And I would say, it would make me feel better if you did not talk to Mallory. Because it's, that's what I would have said right before the dinner. It's it's weird. It's weird to me that they both aren't talking about it. It, it is weird. Yeah. But because seriously, think about it. Would, would that not have been your first thing saying, out of respect for me, I know you asked her to marry you first. Can you maybe keep it really casual and not spend a lot of time talking to Mallory? Or if you do talk to her, you and I should be together. Yes. Um, and we're going to talk about their meeting, which I had all kinds of problems with. Um, yes. So let's talk about. Let's talk about the couple that, oh, man. Deep tea and really, shake. I know. I, this, this really, because he's such like Tom from Parks and Rec for me. The the Aziz sorry character who is always like he's into music and he's always like looking for the hottest girl and he's always talking about the the new thing and, and they and he she is so happy y'all she has yeah. she has no idea of what he's thinking. I wrote Ugh. the first thing I wrote for them in this episode was I cannot believe I love this couple so much. I wrote that in all caps and boy. My bubble was busted. Um, and he's saying, he's deep is saying, she's saying, I'm so excited for us to connect. We have all this time. Um, I want to take it one night at a time. And that's when Shake said, Shake, or Shake says, I want to take it one night at a time. He said, I'm apprehensive because y'all, they're in this pool and they're talking. And you see his face kind of turn. Yep, that's when I like went, she's, uh-oh. She's hugging him, and you see him just kind of almost looking at the camera like, help. And he says, I said these all these things to her, like, we're going to get married. We're going to have babies. He said, and now I'm a little bit in my head, and y'all. Not a just, little bit. He's like, he actually says, he, he the next day, he says, um... I, I, we kept a PG last night. It was, uh, and, and, um, I don't feel that animalistic attraction. He said, even later, I felt I was in bed with my auntie. This yes. is bad for him, bad. y'all. Because he is, says, personality wise, this is a 10 out of 10. But yeah, it just that animalistic attraction. And y'all, said. this is someone who doesn't really do emotional intimacy. No. He he doesn't see intimacy as tied to emotions, and it and, is purely physical. And I think it's interesting in that, you know, they both said on the last episode, I think he said that they both kind of denied their own culture and were mm-hmm. running away from – he said maybe I'm running away from our culture. So I think he's got some internalized culture things that he needs to work on. Yeah. But that said, it's kind of like Mallory and Sal. Like Mallory is gorgeous. Sal is the most beautiful guy there, and she's not into him. Deep is gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Like, Finley is beautiful, and he's not into her. So it that's kind of what I do love about this show is that you would think, well, yeah, why he would totally be into her, and these people aren't. That's just not what they're attracted to. Yeah. And it's, it's and the I, question I have is, is it possible to change that? Can you? Is, wait. Is, is love love blind? blind. That is, you so, know, what a good segue. I feel like we should talk about the meet and greet now. 
Uh, well, no, we have to talk about Shane and Natalie. Oh, I forgot about them. Thank you. No, they're amazing. They are. I just forgot about them. But yeah, go ahead. So y'all, they are, uh, Shane is, let me get the first thing I talk about. Yeah, they're, he's eating in bed and she's like, I'm not having it. No one will ever eat in my bed. I agree. Uh, That's fucking gross. And I don't eat in bed watch- either. It's gross. She also, he watches TV in bed, which is not what she does. But I think that's okay. But I think that's okay. I don't. But that, y'all, it's fine. the next thing I don't either. But the next morning, she's like, they're having these cute things that she set th- three alarms and she's soothing, and and they're having fun together. They have a really playful relationship, and he can play. But she, anytime things get intimate or get too close to being emotional, she will be mean. Play. She'll, she will well, be not mean. She, she'll be sarcastic and dismissive. I, I, think, I think it's mean. I think it's mean. I think it's getting mean because he's told her now, just in these last two of he's told her three times, You're I don't like it when you talk to me like yeah. that. And she keeps on doing it. And even when she does when he does open up, she tells she basically says she doesn't say it, but she acts like he's stupid for thinking that and that it's fine. Their communication is not great. Um and it's I think I weirdly, I think he's legions ahead of her of trying to say what he needs. And she's not. Natalie's fucked a lot of bad boys. She has. And I see a lot of myself in her. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of bad boys. I see a lot of myself in Natalie and in Mallory. Um, Those are, those are the, the people I can see myself in. Um, Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I'm going to plead the fifth on that one. Um, but yes, so she they're talking about how uh, – where did I – I lost my place. They enjoyed each other's company, and they, they yeah. fucked, y'all. They fucked. They fucked, which again, fucked. that's not a problem for them. That, that no. The fucking – and um, he said – he Shane even said, we enjoyed each other. He said, she even threw me some curveballs, and I was super into it. And so they have a date where they go sailing. He gets super seasick. And he said, again. She took care of him. She took care of him. Again, y'all, Shane is kind of flipping me on my head because he's like super bro, super dude. But then he said, she was taking care of me when I didn't feel good. And she was really supportive. And I really loved that. And she was asking if I was okay. And they kind of get back um, on the on the land and land and they're sitting there kind of talking about it. He's, you know, they're joking. He's saying no more sailing. And then y'all remember saying Shane is like, I need, he said, I need validation. I need, right. I, and he said, I need constant validation. Y'all. I think he's the energy suck. I think it's and, like we said, constant. But and at least what, he said, that's what he needs. And what he said he needed. And, but the thing is, he is never the thing. It's not just him saying I need validation. He is constantly validating her by saying, you're so hot. You're so he is. You're, so he is. I that is I, so true. He is always talking about how beautiful, how smart. Yeah. He's always really it's I kind of feel like he's out now that he's out of the pods, he's kind of acting like a great I boyfriend. I can't believe that I like him more because I was so anti-Shane. I was too. Uh, he was like the biggest yeah. issue. But now that he's out, it's like he told himself. Yes, I was interested in Shayna, but I made a commitment. I'm into her. I connect with her because y'all, he actually kind of flipped. He normally, he said he's with a girl like Shayna. Sorry, I'm using my hands a lot like uh, like skin to skin. I don't know what oh, skin God. to skin. Um, but he actually said, 
I have a healthier communication with Natalie. That's why he picked Natalie because she was more into him. And so he, he has more emotional, a lot more emotional intelligence than she does. That's a good way to put it. Which is a weird thing to say, thinking about Shane having a lot more emotional intelligence than Natalie, but it's true. But it's true. And Um, he even says to her while they're talking, she starts to be mean to him. And he said, you know, you joke a lot. He said, and it gets a little old after a while. And sometimes it feels mean. And I went, good for you for saying that. And she just kind of didn't have a response. She was just like, ah, ah. And what, what could have happened is she's like, what did I say that made you feel bad? Yeah. And, but instead she took it as, why are you feeling that way? She invalidated his feelings. And she really did. And it's weird because I really like her. I like, I like, I think she's funny, but, and I think she gets along well with the rest of the girls, but she's really closed off. Um, yes. And, and so it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, that's it for them. Was there anybody else? I think no, that's, that's it. it. Let's talk about the Let's meet talk greet. about the meet and greet. Let us. So y'all. Jarrett sees Mallory out of the corner of eyes. She's really not paying him any attention because no. part of Mallory says it's best not to Mallory. Mallory's got a sixth sense. She's probably pretty witchy about things like that. It's, she knows it's not good to engage. She doesn't want to go back to something because Jarrett represents guys she used to date. She even says that. And I don't know if she has a sixth sense about it. I don't, I don't know if she has, I think you might be giving her too much credit as far as her awareness. I think she's more, I think, I feel like she doesn't want to mess with Jarrett because she doesn't want to, I think she feels shame about her choice. That could be it. Oh, you think she, no, you think, you think she thinks she wanted, you wanted Jarrett? I think that she, I think a part of her wishes, I think she realizes for her, she's thinking, I made the wrong choice. What if I made the wrong choice? Oh, I think she feels shame for rejecting him. I think, I think she feels stupid. Like I should have chose him. Really? It's not clear. So we don't know. She, we, she hasn't said yet. She hasn't verbalized what she's feeling in this moment. We just see her interacting, but I do think she could be a little bit like, Damn, I I told myself I was going to like the right guy. I was going to be into the right guy, and I am not into him at all. And I look at Jared, and he's gorgeous, and he's telling me the things I want to say. He knows what ring I want, and she is a little bit like, fuck. So you're fuck. saying, but why didn't she go up to him and talk to him, though? Because she, because remember, we said Mallory and Jared are both competitive. We talked about Shane is this way too, because but Mallory's a sports girl, so mm-hmm. I think it's that shame of like I I lost or I didn't play the game right. But I don't think she's that. I think I don't think she's. I think she's still in trying to make her relationship work. I don't think I, it's like a Shana villain. Like I think it's just more of some people are competitive by their nature. So competitive they don't even know they're. Com- no, they don't even I agree. know. I agree. I just feel like this is too convoluted. I'm trying to say that she did not go to him because she knows she had a sixth sense that she shouldn't talk to him because it might involve her in in feelings that she doesn't want to have. Oh, yes, yes. I agree that yes, because she has feelings for him. Yes. Well, yes. I think we're both just saying the same thing. We just said it in different ways. I, She's- I, I don't think she thinks she should have picked him. 
I I I don't think uh, she's there. I don't know. After the conversation, the way she acted, I think she's regretful. I do. But but let's let's get into that. Let's see. Before we get to that, let's let's. They they're basically. I mean, there's really not anything else at this party, y'all. Everybody kind of talks, and nothing. They're Shake all kind of does. Shake does tell Jarrett she's the number one hype girl, but I feel like I'm with my aunt. So he's yeah. telling all the wimp, the men that, which is not great. Um, yeah, he is saying that. But, but let's we can talk a little. And Danielle's not there because she's sick. Um, that's going to be and important Nick, later. And Nick, yeah, Nick says that. Um, and but Nick, but uh, Jarrett goes up to Mallory, and immediately this is where I felt. This is a violation. He was being way too well, Nick open is with the, her. Nick is the one who said, you should go up and talk to her. You owe her that. Yeah, but you don't go up to her and flirt with her. So I think, again, you, I think it, you, y'all, you just did this whole thing together. So I think he should have said hi to her, but with Iana, like them together right. as a couple, I think he said hi to her. They had their thing and that's it. But, um, you know, but, but every, also maybe he knows this is a reality show and he wants to make good TV. But everything he said to her was trying to get her away from her relationship. Oh, it was everything he said to her was horrible because Jarrett wants to win because he's competitive as well. And so he but really just went in. It was how gross. is that winning if he's trying to get her, if he's just trying to distract her from being in her relationship? I'm confused. No, I think I. I totally think if Mallory says, if Mallory said, I don't want to be with Sal, I want to be with you, Jarrett would be with her. Uh, he would be. But I'm yeah. saying that's not winning. Winning is finishing out with Iana. I don't, that's winning to you. I don't know if that's winning to Jarrett because that's the first well, person he asked who turned him down. That's shitty. <laughs> but I'm saying, um, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I, think I question it, all ethics then. Um, but let me, let me just, I, I need to say this because this is, this is not just code, bro code. This is people code to be breaking. Yeah. And yeah, 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 he, yeah. he, 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 he's pretty much unredeemable for me after this scene. I mean, he, he comes at her hard cause they're like, Hey, how are you? And, uh, and you know, and Mallory said, you're just as I imagined. I could see your voice behind the wall. Right. I knew exactly what you looked like. And Jared it's, it's said. It's fun and flirty. But I will say, it's fun and flirty until Jared says. Well, Jared said, I had a dream. Remember the dream? I said, right. I dreamt dark, curly hair. And that's exactly what you and look like. Then it's all fun. And then Jared says, yo, this, this is awful. He said, so you're ready to get married? Well, what does he yes. Think the answer is going to be. But. Before that, though, she, Mallory, see, I don't think, okay, Jarrett came hard for Mallory. I don't think Mallory was an angel in this conversation. Because you okay. got to remember, Mallory said to him, she said, but she brought it up. They were talking about three. And after he said, yeah, I dreamt the dark color hair. And she said, I never thought that I was your number one. So if you're saying, if you say, I never thought you, I was the one for you. If you say that to someone that you now know you were the one. What are you going to get for them? You're going to get validation from them telling you that they're so. It's like she she brought that in, and Jarrett said every time we talked, he said who, and he jokingly said, 
who else gave you a connect? Who else gave you a nickname? Like, I just think that's ridiculous, though. I I think but I think, but I think acting like she was an innocent kind of victim. No, I'm not right? saying that at all. I'm not, I, I'm saying. I mean, but he I'm went in way harder. This but crossed I think the line. I because, yes, but but to say this, but to say to say, you know, most men who do sports like this won't make me a priority. That those are my those are my relationships. Th- that is fine to say. But to say, I would have done that, you're done for me. Well, that is completely, that's completely, but, no. but you know, think about it. Cause I wrote all this down for Brandon cause I was just like, oh, glued to it. She was like saying, I feel awkward. And Jarrett said, but Sal is a good one. Jarrett says that. And Mallory responds and looks at him right in the eyes. And she said, you guys are both amazing people. She should have said, thank you. I feel lucky. I agree. So I do feel like she is cracking open this door for him. And that's what the next thing he responded after that was, are you ready to get married? I just, I, I, so I I think that she's, I think she is someone who is used to like, again, I think it's, they're both, I think they both are a lot of the same person. I think they have a lot more in common and I think they both are competitive. And also I think they both, I both think they both are addicted to drama a little bit. I just couldn't get over asking. She's like, I knew you wanted a gold ring, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, but none of that is helpful. And if, if, if it wouldn't have been for him saying it, none of it would have happened because mm-hmm. she wouldn't have said it to him. Mm-hmm. And I just, how does Jarrett redeem himself after? Cause Iana's going to see this. How does Jarrett redeem himself with Iana if they stay together after they have this conversation? No, I don't know. I don't know. I just, because if I'm, if I'm, if I'm, and this is why at the end we saw Sal being very upset because he saw this conversation happening and he sees, she's like, I know, I, I know she's not interested. I He's just drunk. Go you home. can tell Sal is drunk. Yeah. And, and also you see Iana looking at them too. Because she knows. And Ayana hasn't said it, but I guarantee you she's going to. Oh, yeah. I'm. Who, you think Ayana's going to say something to him about it? Ayana, you're going to say y'all. Oh, I, I do. I don't know if she is. Because I feel like sometimes she is timid in the way she brings up things to him. Yeah. And I'm like, and I, I just, hate that for her. Because I, I think she's just going to get taken advantage of that. I just think this could have been avoided. All of this could have been avoided if... If, like you said, if they would have only spoken with them with their significant others. But I blame Jarrett for this mostly because he did it without Diana. Yes, because remember too, like, I mean, I just think they both really just shit the bed on this. Because the, the line that made me like, it's kind of, it kind of two things. It kind of gut punched me and made me sad when she said, you know, I'm a guy's girl and that's the kind of guys that I want. and That I normally men- go for. They're the guys that I, she's telling Jarrett this. Those are the guys I go for, but they don't put me a priority. They, they don't know how to put me as a priority. And Jarrett said, you know, I would have done that for you. That kind of gutted me because I think they both really are connected to each other. But it's the shittiest possible thing to say. I know. But then she looks right back at him and said, you're amazing. And I'm like, I can't help you, but girl. What else, what else is there to say after that? I, not you're amazing to someone I who's just... not going to be your husband. I think they both acted shitty in this. 
And I, it's, I, can, I agree that gonna, both did, but I'm saying he started it. If I needed to say he started it. Um, I disagree. I, I think they both, I think he went in hard once she, once she saw, once she opened, helped open. I think they both opened the door and then he really ran in the door and went hard. But I, I don't, I don't, I think they both kind of started it. How would, how was him going up to her not starting it? Well, she he's going away. She did stay away. So I guess that he went up to her. I do think he should have gone up there with Iana or at least yeah. talked about like, Hey, Iana, I said, it. so yes. Yeah. So I guess technically his, he physically went over and started, but what they said to each other, as far as opening Pandora's box, when they talked was, I think I, on I, both of them. I think we're going to have to agree to disagree here. Um, I, I, what this, do y'all think out there, y'all? What this was a it regardless. I think one thing we can agree on: it was riveting television to watch. I, it was. I just think you my could mouth not, was dropped. You could not break bro code worse. Yeah, but remember, she's friends with Iana. They spent time together. Like she's got girl code, and yeah. she's flirting with him. Like I don't know why you're giving her such a pass when she was doing shit too. No, I, I totally think she was. I'm saying just the idea of saying those things, I, 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 I don't think any of it would have ever happened if, if the door would have been opened. I don't think she would have gone up to him. No, 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 no. I don't think that. So, or maybe she would have. I don't know. There's Y'all, no that's way. that's the episode. Let us know what yeah. you think in the comments, either on Patreon or if you're, you can tweet us, Instagram us. Oh, this show is so good. And y'all, I'm telling you now because we already watched it. Episode five is even better. Um, you can go to realitygaze.com. That's where you can find everything. Go to our link tree links. Come see us live. Hey, look, Los Angeles will be at the Regent on February 27th. That will be two days after Love is Blind, the finale airs. So if you don't think we're not going to be talking about Love is Blind. Sorry, I had a hiccup. Did if you, you don't think a we're stroke? <laughs> I had a hiccup. If you don't think we're not going to be talking about Love is Blind, you're mistaken. We're going to be talking about this with the ladies from uh, Date from Dateline. So anything else, Biddle? I think that's it. That's it. So, all right, everybody. So we're going to, uh, we're going to hope to see you on the next episode, but remember, keep asking yourself that, it that, that, that primal question is, is love, love blind? blind? Love is blind. Love is blind. Love is blind. Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 